Welcome to Create Beauty Every Day, the podcast brought to you by Deanne Fitzpatrick Studio, HookingRugs.com, and me, Deanne Fitzpatrick. This podcast is always a conversation about art, life, and creativity, and I think this is episode six or seven. Isn't that terrible? I should know. But uh, today we're talking to Rose Perlman, and really, I've met Rose through Instagram. So, Rose, are you there? I'm here. Oh, great. Um, so, Rose, I've been following you on Instagram for about, uh, I think, almost a year. And and recently I went to New York and I got to meet you and it was so much fun. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> we had the we had the craziest little day. So I went to um, I went to meet you and you were teaching at the Met. You were teaching some fourth graders and you had tickets for us to go around. So we walked around the Met together and then we took this really long walk down. I don't know. I think it might have been. Sixth Avenue. I couldn't. I couldn't be sure, but we had a great time, and it was like the first time. You know, that was the first time I've ever done anything like that, where I said, "Oh, I followed someone online," and then said, "Let's get together." Have you ever done it before? No, I haven't, and I'm so glad you asked. And it was such a pleasure. It was one of the best days. I've still been coasting on that day. I know. Me too. Yeah. (laughs) Were were you worried that I was going to be some kind of difficult, strange person, or did you felt you? (laughs) <laughs> no, you I, you know, I, I, it's funny because on Instagram, you just feel like you know enough of the person that you know that they're going to, you know, I didn't know you were going to be as fantastic as you are, but I, <laughs> I knew you weren't going to be <laughs> completely, completely off because your, your rugs are just, they speak to me so much. So I oh, knew I was, I was okay. Rose, I, what I do is I've just, you know, I've just come up with a bunch of questions, and and for me, this is really just a chance to talk to people about art, really. So the first thing I want to ask you you to do is, I just want you to tell me about your work and what made you start rug hooking. Um, so my work is, um, I like it. It's very untraditional. I do everything kind of um, backwards. I feel. I mean, I show the backside of my rug, and it's very. Um, very minimal or abstract and bold. Um, my mother is a rug hooker, but she's yeah. also um, a fine artist. She's a abstract painter. And um, back in the 70s, uh, she had me, which changed her um, approach to art, I should say, because she could no longer uh, get to a studio and to paint. And she also was tired of making paintings just to hang on a wall, and she wanted to figure out how to make her paintings into something functional. And yeah. so she, yeah, she went to um, the public library and was trying to figure out how to make her artwork into rugs, and she found that rug hooking was probably going to be the best format for her. Um, and so she was, she's been rug hooking ever since, but she still paints and does other yeah. things. Um, but the rug hooking was always a part of, the fixture in the living room because her rugs would take her uh, months or years to even finish. And so there was always a, a half-finished piece in the living room, and um, I grew up like that. Uh, mm. I never I never rug, did any rug hooking until years and years later. Of course, when I had my own kid, and and uh, I was like, what was that thing you were doing? You know, and, yeah. then, and then she taught me. Yeah. Is that right? So, so you learned after you had your son. Yeah, and it was the same thing where I could no longer get the space to paint um, or do photography that I had been doing. And 
and I didn't realize how um, convenient and forgiving um, it is, especially when you're busy. Yeah. It is true, isn't it? Yeah. How do you prepare rug cooking and painting? What's the difference in them for you? Besides the practical you know, side. Yeah. Oh, I love the practical side. Because, again, yeah. I if I, I don't need any more things to hang on the wall. But to, to, to be able to use the mm-hmm. rugs, cushions, you know, pillows, that's fantastic. But uh, the painting for me and the rug hooking, I, I love that you can really create however you want to in any kind of composition style. And now that mm-hmm. there's so many options with wool and with yarn, even the palette and the colors, you don't have to compromise those either. No, um, you don't. I with paint. I don't uh, painting and drawing. I tend to be very impulsive, um, and I change my mind a lot. And with painting, this gets me into trouble because I never really work through a composition well. But yeah. I feel with bug hooking because the process is so much slower. I really have to sit back and think about. Um, the design and the composition and then if there's something really wrong I will change I'll, I can pull it out and change my mind but it it stops me from being so impulsive and I really appreciate that quality of it mm-hmm. I know what you mean about painting and impulsivity because when you have that um, impulsivity you it's so easy to wreck things when you're painting yes. but with rug hooking it's just it's a little easier to go step by step and and you could be it's like I find rug hooking a bit compulsive you know like oh, I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it feeds that I can't stop yeah it kind of feeds that which is something that I need which is sad but true um so what like your mom as an artist influenced you what other artists really have influenced you do you think and, and does that show up in your work yeah, you know, um, growing up, because my mother and my father are artists, and, um, my sister is too, and I grew up in a very artistic environment. Um, so it was my parents and my parents' teachers and the school that they came from, and it was um, ab- abstract expressionist movement. Yeah. And I still look to those paintings and those artists, you know, that stem all the way from Picasso um, and my parents' uh learned through teachers of Hans Hoffman and I still really look to those paintings as yep. inspiration for my compositions. Um, yeah, mostly mostly that style. I I like the way you play with your composition. I tell tell us what you do. You like when I look at your Instagram I see that you're sometimes using cutouts. Like you'll cut out different shapes. So what what do you do with those? Yeah, that's a, that's the way I play and work out shapes beforehand. Um, do you mean my uh, like just my cutout shapes, my collages? Yeah, um, your collages. Yeah, see? that's what I'm thinking about. Because your your work, your rug hook, your rug hooking looks like well, it's kind of like a collage, right? But sometimes I yeah. play with those shapes. Yes, very much so. And I love collage, um, and I love the, the speed of it, um, and just having shapes and then working out the composition with shapes you already have. Um, it just, I can see things better. I can work through things better. And so it, a lot of my bug hooking is similar to that where I can, it's big shapes in a, you know, in a rectangle or a square and how they work together. Um, 
so yeah, that's my that's my working it out. Um, mm-hmm. You know, instead of sketching, I cut. You cut and layer and things. I cut. Um, exactly. Yeah. Um, what brought you to Seal Harbor Rug Company? I know that that you use their yarn and you mention them sometimes. How, how did you find them, and and what is it about their colors that you love? Yeah, oh, I got lucky um, because I was using Halcyon, I, I think it's pronounced, yep. um, for a while, and uh, I just couldn't get the right colors um, that I really kind of was dreaming of, and um, I was hand dyeing my own, but I couldn't get any colors to be consistent. If I had like a nice batch, I could never replicate it. And so um, I was just, I just kept Googling it, Googling different searches and I found Seal Harbor and they also happen to be in Vermont where my parents still are. And so, and and I don't know, 40 minutes from Amy Oxford. Okay. It was just, yeah. And um, on a road trip, um, going to, I don't know if it was New Hampshire, I stopped in and uh, saw, saw what, it's really an incredible place, and um, Liz is the dye technician, and she's incredible, I think they she's, have over 200 hand yeah. dyed yarns. Yeah, they have a big yeah. palette of colors, and all very soft. Yeah, yeah I know. All very like, soft, they pre-boil, and so I found it to be Extremely hardy. She and Liz and Molina. They also they also say you could um even throw it in the wash. Um, yeah. That it's so strong. Yeah. And so it made a huge difference in my rugs and how clean they look. Um, not just like the actually clean, but the lines are very clean. Yeah. Um, and so since finding them, I kind of put down my dye pot and never <laughs> go back to it, which I'm very thankful. So I heard that you're you're going to write a book. Maybe you're thinking about writing a book. Yes. Yeah. Tell us. Yep, what can you tell deal. us about that? You got a book deal, and this is something that you've been doing for a long time, eh? For a very long time. Yes. It was always a dream to do to do a book, and um, now that's in my lap. I'm I'm very excited and then very kind of panicked at the same time. <laughs> um, but. I think um, this this book is going to be lots of my kind of wacky um, projects ideas, uh, and I always like to kind of go outside the box and figure out what you can do with rugs. Um, yeah. Besides the traditional floor rug and cushion, I kind of I always like to um, you know push that push it a little bit into figuring out what can be made out of it because it's an interesting. It's so plush and dense and thick. That you yeah. know, you can't really think about wearing it so much because it's so heavy. But there's ways you can kind of manipulate it and use it for a lot of home goods. Or I make a lot of toys for my daughter. Um, yeah. So it's a it's a project book and it's a lot of different uh, crazy concepts I come up with. Yeah, you do have a lot of fun concepts. And so you're just to let people know you're using the Oxford punch needle, right? That's correct. Yes. And and how did you find yeah. that needle? Like where did like how did you find Amy and how did you find that needle? Um so my mother um is a rug hooker and she does more traditional like you do with a hook. Yeah. And yeah. she uh, strips her wool um and she but she's tried everything from um the punch needle. I think she had a craftsman tool. Yes. Um she she likes to buy and then kind of figure out what she likes. She even had one of those kind of punch guns, you know, those automatic guns 
for a while. So she tried a lot of different techniques, and this was in her kind of stash when I was first discovering it maybe 10 okay. years ago. And I, I took to it immediately because of its ease. Um, I'm not so fast when it comes to, like, a traditional hook. And so yeah. uh, the punch needle really kind of spoke to my um you know, impatient side. Right. Uh, I was able to be really fast. And the the Oxford punch needle, I do believe she had one, and I was able to compare it to the Craftsman tool, and it was just so much easier to use and thread and hold. And um, when I work, I'm not too concerned with um, the loop, how the big the size of the loop. And so one Amy Oxford size 10 is pretty much the only needle I need. I'm Right. Um, and so for that reason alone, it was just very streamlined. Yeah. Um, um, so, and I, yeah. I, oh, just to think about Amy Oxford. Um, I, I, again, it was probably that road trip, and I called Amy and asked if I could stop in, and she was more than gracious, and I got to yeah. meet her last year. Oh, great. Yeah. You guys had yeah. fun together. Eh? You enjoyed it. Yeah. I interviewed Amy on this podcast and it was really fun. It's just, she's like, I'm just so happy that she's, that the Oxford Punch Needle is getting all sorts of attention. And because it's making more people just explore the whole idea of rug making and art, right? It's, yeah. It's oh, really yeah. Cool. The way it's exploded. Yeah. People are yeah. really enjoying it. I mentioned to um, a, uh, the editor of Rug Hooking Magazine emailed me today about something else, and she mentioned that she's going to contact you about um, about hopefully you know talking about the whole explosion of rug hooking on Instagram and on the internet in general. So she did mention that. So uh, hopefully she'll be in touch with you too. I actually so. just got the email about an hour ago. Oh, so great. I can't thank you enough. It was oh, good. so I'm exciting. Really so that thank would be you. really nice. Yeah, she's a really lovely that would woman. Be great. And and that's a magazine that reaches a lot of people who are interested in this. So it'll be it's a it's a good kind of community building magazine. I find. I'm going to ask you some questions yeah. that are that aren't related to art, like just to, so that people can get to know you better, and I can get to know you better. Are you a reader, Rose? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And what do you? Yes. What do you love to read? Um, I do. I read a lot of fiction. Um, uh, anything. I mean, my mother is a big reader, so she passes down books um, to me. But uh, I tend to read a lot and always forget the names and titles. And, yeah, you know, me too. Authors, but um, I'm, I'm at my bedside right now, so I'm, I look. I'm reading um, Alice Monroe. Oh, you are. Short stories, and she, yeah. I just love all her. Or short stories. Yeah. And when you're extremely tired at night, you can only read a few pages. <laughs> a short story is a good way to go. Yeah, Alice Monroe. Yeah, right now. Yeah, she's Canadian. Yeah. And yes. who's someone? Who's, and, and Margaret Atwood, also Canadian, yeah. right? Yeah, also I'm Canadian. A, I'm yeah. a big fan of hers. Yeah. That's some good ones. And who's someone that you really admire? Uh, for a um, writer? Yeah, no, just in general. Could be anybody. Oh. Could be your next-door neighbor. Oh, um, well, my mother definitely comes to mind because yeah. she's so supportive and she really, I mean, she encourages me no matter what I do, but with this rug hooking, she's just been, she's been everything. And, um, and I have to say, you have been such a huge support and help oh, and influence. Good. Uh, yeah, I can't, yeah. I love your books and your good. books. Well, I'm glad. Yeah, Thank you. Huge. Um, Thank you. Um, what do you think, like, what's 
what kind of role does technology play in your work now? Does it like does it play any role? It does. Um, I've always been resistant to technology, and uh, even Instagram. Yeah, uh, I was really reluctant to kind of join on Instagram um, because on my bad days, it really. <laughs> It can really bring me down just because I never feel like I'm doing quite enough or making it always, um, it's overwhelming. And when you're in, you're not in a good headspace, I feel like it can, it can be hard to see um, what everyone's doing and how everyone, it seems like everyone's doing it so well and just to make yourself, um, you know, feel low. And then yeah. when it's working for you, I, I always, so much to it because no one would know who I am or see my work um, if it wasn't for Instagram. So I really, it's helped my whole career. And so I'm so yeah. grateful for the medium. But you have to, or I have to know how to use it in moderation. Yeah. And use it and not um, go too in depth and, and limit myself, I guess. Yeah. Probably the biggest thing. Yeah. So, 45 minutes of Instagram is more than enough in, you know, in a day. Yeah, it absolutely is way more than enough. I agree. But I I find myself just fiddling around on there, too, and just getting lost. And and I really, I'm really, I'm I'm reading the power of habit now on my phone. But I'm trying to to change my habits a little bit, you know, not deal with it first thing in the morning, not, you know, just trying not to. I, I feel the same way. Like, it's made such a difference in my life that whole technology thing and having an online business and being able to do this with you and meeting you and all, you know, all kinds of other things. But I, I feel like too, sometimes I get really sucked down a rabbit hole and I, I just disappoint myself when I do that. (laughs) Yeah. We could be punching. We could be hooking. We could be hooking. And (laughs) the runs I could have finished if I wasn't so sucked in. (laughs) Anyway, I'm going to get going. I really like talking to you, and I, I just, oh. um, this this podcast is called Create Beauty Every Day, and I'm Deanne Fitzpatrick, and you're Rose Perlman, and this podcast was brought to you by my studio, and I'm going to give you the last word, Rose. What do you got to say to everybody? Anything you want to say bye? Well, I just have to thank you. It was such a pleasure. Thank you for giving me this opportunity, Deanne. Oh, I love talking to you, Rose, and we'll meet again. I just know that. I really love oh, New yeah. York, so I'm coming back. Please do. I had fun. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye, Dan. Yep.